Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now, Stephen Urcantello, and he is a paranormal investigator as well as an adult film star. Hey, Stephen, how are you doing? Doing well. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm so glad to have you on. Um, I know that you were getting a lot of traction from my, from my promo uh, flyer, which was pretty exciting. <laughs> so uh, I'm really excited to have you on. Um, I know we uh, originally met in a uh, film that we were a part of. Um, I'm no longer a part of it, unfortunately. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm just so glad that we could have connected and we can make this interview happen. So how are you doing? Yeah, of course. No, uh, I'm doing really well. Yeah, the feedback, the feedback. I mean, you did choose one of the most provocative photos out there that I have. One of them. Absolutely. <laughs> definitely, definitely kind of pushed it. But uh, yeah, I loved it. It, it. I didn't know you weren't a part of the film anymore, but it's yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Uh, what happened was, is uh, I know my mom and her best friend, they were going to take me uh, to Tennessee for the filming. And it turns out they tested positive for COVID last week and their two weeks would be up next week. Um, so uh, unfortunately, we wouldn't be able to make the drive down to Tennessee for that reason. But it's disappointing. But uh, I know uh, Hayden said that uh, she would love to have me in a future film, of course, if that were to happen. So hopefully. Mm -hmm. That can happen. Um, so I guess the first thing I want to ask you um, more of is just like, how did you get involved with like adult entertainment? I, yeah, that's, that's actually a, I still don't even know, honestly. <laughs> I, uh, where to begin, I guess. Man, I, I don't know. I guess I've had people over the past few years always tell me I should do an OnlyFans, get an OnlyFans, get an OnlyFans. I never wanted to get an OnlyFans mm -hmm. uh, for whatever reasoning. I just figured it was going to like hinder what I do with paranormal mm -hmm. and just all sorts of things. I just didn't want one. Mm -hmm. So then I had people contact me that had ends with, with doing porn maybe mm -hmm. a year and a half ago, two years ago. And I was then rejecting that. And I was like, well, I'm not even doing an OnlyFans yet. So mm -hmm. I don't really definitely don't want to do all this. Right. And then one day I went through a, I went through a bad breakup and that honestly kind of just triggered everything. And I said, oh, whatever, you know, let's, mm -hmm. let's just try it. it. What's the worst that can happen? I already had a great run in the paranormal, which, which, which is, was my main goal, my main focus. And a lot of that's still going to be happening. Mm -hmm. But since I've established myself, I believe well enough in that and other areas, I figured mm -hmm. porn's not going to hurt. Yeah. So I decided to go to Miami and film porn and then it i kind of sat around for a while waiting for the footage it was only fans content but it was with some big names in the in the porn industry mm -hmm. and after that was my first take in miami maybe a year almost not even a year ago maybe in june of last year and then what happened after that and then i got contacted by the same agency to do more OnlyFans content. And then as my second video was sold to a studio and now a studio wants me to come regularly to film with them. So I really can't, I really have no idea how it happened. I know, I know, I know it sounds like it's so difficult to get into and it probably really is. Right. So I just got lucky, extremely right. lucky on it. It's the right people, right time, right moment, right. Whatever it is that I was presenting mm -hmm. is yeah. I don't really have like, like, right. there's really no, there's no, like I had to go here. I had to sleep with a hundred different people. I got right. played. I could use it was, there's none of that like crazy right. backward backstory. It's just right. got lucky. Right. And right before we get into the paranormal stuff, one last question about your, about the adult entertainment industry. Now, is it 
as easy as it seems? Like, is it just show up, have sex, get filmed and done? Or is it harder than people can imagine? I feel like it's a, I, like I haven't done it too much as of yet, but I've been on scene a lot. I, I think it's depends on how long you've been doing it and how involved you are with it. But I've even seen people that have been doing this for 15 years still get soft and have issues trying because there, there are multiple cameras around you right. and and it's not you just show up and have sex i know it's like when i you show up you'll have you'll you'll have sex for maybe three minutes two minutes three minutes in one position stop everybody has to get hard again get prepped wow. up change the cameras and then you do it again for about two to three minutes and then same process you just <laughs> keep doing that so one normal what normal sets what average person lasts what maybe seven to ten minutes Right. I feel like a whole sex scene, like to get beginning to end can take four hours to right. make a seven minute Crazy. good quality film. You know? So pretty much the same thing as filming a movie, except naked, <laughs> you know, a, like a, a 30 second edited video could take two hours to pretty much, you know, film. <laughs> um, yeah. So what about paranormal becoming a paranormal investigator? Well, how did you get your start into that? What, what made you want to do that? So, so I, I guess, you know, uh, same, same, same as a lot of other people will say that, you know, being a kid growing up, experiencing things, la da just mm-hmm. the whole, the whole kit and caboodle with that aspect, everybody experiences things. Uh, skip a bunch of years later, I was maybe 22, 23 maybe a little older, I don't know, but I was watching a TV show, Ghost Adventures came on mm-hmm. and I thought I could do this, but better. Like I've experienced this so many times, like, what is this? This is nothing. Right. So I contacted a friend of mine and we were like, yeah, let's go be ghost hunters. Let's, let's go try stuff. So we bought a digital voice recorder, a night vision camera, just the basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Went to a place called Casadega, Florida. And it was a spiritualist camp. Mm-hmm. And I remember we tried to film, we were doing whatever. And it was really weird. Cause at first it was super weird talking to yourself in the dark, not knowing yeah. what's going on. It's just, it's just weird. It's odd mm-hmm. to do. And I remember we were sitting, we were standing outside probably like two 30 in the morning outside mm-hmm. on the, on the, on the deck of the hotel, um, by the gift shop. And we both heard a little girl say hello. And we looked at each other and that kind of changed a lot for me in that, in that aspect, I was like, mm-hmm. this is something I want to do. I want to see how far I can push this. Mm-hmm. And the rest kind of, again, I just uh, trial and error, trying to do this, trying to do that, switch things up, getting locations, talking to people, making connections the same way you would do anything else in in any entertainment um, aspect. And I just started to realize that it's a real petty field with a lot Mm -hmm. of people that are just grown men and women who Mm -hmm. are the worst of the worst I've ever seen in any type of industry ever. And I, I, I remember I took a long break at one point, like eight months to a year because I didn't want to do it anymore because of all the attacking and the bullying mm-hmm. and everything that's going on. And then I came back and decided to do it my way mm-hmm. and not your typical standard way that you've been seeing on TV mm-hmm. for every single time you watch anything paranormal related. And ever since then, I think I really found my niche and my go-to and mm-hmm. it went from one level to a whole new level. When I just mm-hmm. went live on social media, cut myself on a Ouija board, bled all over the board and said, wow. this is how I'm going to do things. And ever since then, everybody's had turned Then the podcast started coming and I was hosting numerous podcasts at the same mm-hmm. time. And then Haunted Tours came and then mm-hmm. um, other productions were knocking at my door, wanting this, wanting that. So it... I pretty much got into that by just doing it. There's no, again, it's it, it, kind of like the porn. I, 
I think the porn and that's a little different because the porn, you really have to know somebody, the paranormal, mm-hmm. you just say, Hey, I want to go to this haunted location. Let me pick up the phone, see, see what their phone number is. How much does it cost to book it? Cool. You're free. Let me book it. I'm going to come stay the night or whatever time length it is mm-hmm. and do your equipment thingies and post it on YouTube or wherever it is you feel the need to post it. It's a little bit easier to do. It's mm-hmm. just, you're not going to get a lot of recognition. You're just going to blend in mm-hmm. with the crowd. If somebody's ambition and goal is to be something in the paranormal, it's very slim chance. It's just, it's, it's so hard. That's okay. probably, that's harder than porn. In my opinion, I feel like that's harder than porn okay. because porn, all you got to do is have a penis. If you're a male and come and if you're <laughs> in the, like, so yeah. in the paranormal, it's, it's, you're talking to yourself in the dark and good luck if you actually get something right. Right. And you're going to drop probably almost 500 to a thousand dollars to get a good location. So right. you kind of just, it's, it's a gamble, but I love it. That's, that's why I love it the most. And then over right. the years, I, I really expanded my horizons with it. I stopped believing in ghosts. Mm-hmm. I started believing more in consciousness and subconsciousness mm-hmm. and harnessing light, light bending different dimensions that, you know, mm-hmm. we create ourselves. I, I believe that exists more than actual ghost. Okay. The, our ghosts, I guess we'll call them because it's, mm-hmm. there's, there's so much, there's so much more yeah. to it than, than right. just labeling it mm-hmm. a paranormal thing. Yeah. And speaking of that, um, I never told the story on my podcast before, and that's why I figured this would be a perfect time to speak of that. And you mentioned about consciousness, subconsciousness and all that and ghosts. And my dad actually passed away uh, this past August. Uh, he was battling brain cancer for five years and uh, he passed away um, after five years of battling it. And uh, here um, he had a, he was having like uh, this, um, like he was throwing up and he was in and out of consciousness. Eventually he went into a coma and that um, about an hour later he was gone. Um, so what happened was he had a blood clot and it, it, that caused a brain bleed in the brain. Um, that's what ended up killing him. But um, I was waiting for the phone call. It was like maybe 11 o'clock at night, and I, 11 o'clock at night. And I seen a vision of my dad right in my room. My dad didn't have access to his left side at all. Like his, his left hand, left arm, he couldn't access any of that. He could, he could barely walk. And his smile was always crooked and all that. Cause he had a stroke after brain surgery, you know, five years ago. Mm-hmm. So here he uh, lifted up, I saw a vision of him and he lifted up his hand and he waved to me and he smiled as straight as can be standing as straight as can be. And uh, here uh, I got, um, then he just vanished maybe five seconds. And my aunt Luann ended up calling me because they were all trying to figure out who's going to tell Scotty that he died. So my aunt Luann called me about five minutes after this all happened. She said, your dad passed away. I'm sorry, bud. And I'm like, I'm like, how long ago? She's like five minutes ago. I'm like, Whoa, interesting. Like my dad was literally there five minutes ago, right when he died, like he was saying his goodbye to me. And then like maybe a couple of weeks after this all happened, everything, I was staying at my mom's house and I was, uh, I was, you know, sleeping on the recliner and I got up and got something to drink, went back to my recliner. I was, you know, in and out of sleep pretty much. So I went back, I closed my eyes and, you know, you're in that brink, you know, between half awake and half asleep. And, uh, you know, and uh, I ended up uh, hearing as clear as day, my dad's voice, he just said, Scott. And I was, I woke up like, dad, like I'm looking because like to me, like, it was clear as day. I heard his voice clear mm-hmm. as day. And it was like the, it was the freakiest thing I've heard. Cause I, and I was, I was so rattled by that. Now, do you think that is a sign of also of paranormal, like of my dad's spirit coming down? I mean, it's almost kind of like, I, I feel like, so the paranormal, a lot of people, a lot of people get confused what the paranormal means. The paranormal actually has nothing to do with ghosts. It actually has to okay. do with the humans and ourselves. Telekinesis is paranormal. Okay. The paranormal has nothing to do with demons ghosts spirits anything whatsoever okay. so but i do believe that the consciousness aspect like when you 
when when the space shuttle breaks the sonic boom here, boom, it's like an end mm-hmm. in the universe, right? Right. And energy never dies. We're just not harnessed. So therefore, mm-hmm. I do think that when you die, little bits of you are, are you, here's your vessel, right? You see me, I see you, right? When you die, your consciousness is no longer harnessed here or harnessed within you. So it's going to disperse everywhere. Yeah. It can't stay. It can't stay whole if it's not harnessed by anything. Right. So that's why I think little bits and pieces of things are what you're going to hear and see. You're not going to see a full-blown sentence. You're not going to see. Now, right after death, I think there's more of a possibility of that because they just right. left their body, right. you know, instantly. Boom. So they haven't had that time to just. Okay. Um, so to hear a simple, you know, Scotty, Scott, hi, hey, hello. And that's what a lot of us pick up on EVPs and recorders because it's simple. Those are just little tiny fragments of our right. consciousness. It's not like you're going to sit here and have a full-blown conversation like we're having right now with a spirit because their consciousness isn't whole anymore okay. like it used to be. So I do think that makes sense to okay. hear a one word from your dad rather than mm-hmm. having a full-blown conversation with him as if he's in the kitchen. Right. Because it's, it's to me, that makes sense, you know, based mm-hmm. off how energy actually works and right. what energy does when it's not being harnessed. Mm-hmm. So like if you cut, you cut the power line, right? Where hard, where yeah. energy is going through it, you're not going to have power anymore because right. it's no longer there. It doesn't mean that that energy, when you cut it, isn't going into the universe. You just can't grab it all like this and put right. it into existence anymore. So it's the same thing with, with energy and spirits. Our brain waves have been proven that it is pure right. energy. So that, really, like- so that really does make sense then. Like when he passed away, that really could have been him there because it was literally that moment when he died that I seen him. And then- yeah. Then, you know, a couple of weeks later, I just hear one word from him and that was just the one word. So that does make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. That's actually really interesting. So have you ever seen like, cause when you stayed at, stayed at like a haunted attraction or a haunted location or whatever, have you ever seen any type of ghost spirits or anything of the sort? I, I, I feel, I feel them more than see them. Okay. I feel like because you can feel energy more than you can Again, like if it's not harnessed within anything, yeah, it's kind of hard to see energy because right. you can't, if you look to the left and right of you right now, you're not going to see energy. You're right. just not going to be able to get our light spectrum with our own eyes. We can't pick that up, but certain light spectrums can. So if you're in the dark inside of a haunted location, mm-hmm. you, know, you can't even see it in the light. So to be able to see right. that in the dark with your own eyes, it's slim to none chance. Now I have on infrared cameras and night vision cameras, once mm-hmm. I've, like said, if I'm, if I'm recording it and I'm looking at the screen, Mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything on that before, but when I went back and reviewed it, I have seen black shadow figures form on camera okay. or run by really fast or anything like okay. that. And again, I feel like that is part of, it wasn't a full apparition, like you said with your dad, mm-hmm. but it was fragments of energy and you couldn't okay. make it out because again, there's separate fragments of it. You, you, okay. It's not a piece of the puzzle. So I've seen those before and pictures, of course, I believe the video over pictures because mm-hmm. pictures, you know, I, I look too hard and I see pixels and then I'm like, my eyes are like, I'm, it's like finding an image in the cloud. I'm like, okay, I see it. And I'm like, right. I, I thought way too hard on that. I connected the dots. There's no way that's, that's something, <laughs> but I have on video and probably like, have I seen anything? I'm trying to think, I feel like I have like out of the corner of your eye, but I think mm-hmm. we've all felt that. So yeah. whether that is something or not, I don't know, but yeah. To visually just turn and see something, never. I've, yeah. I've turned and I thought I saw something move by really fast, but mm-hmm. I'm in a haunted place and I want to see that. So right. again, I'm thinking that I might see it. Right. Now, have you ever, ever thought of going to like, say, Gettysburg to do any of this? I've 
Yeah, I, w- I would go there to because the history is phenomenal. Like it really mm-hmm. happened there, and a lot of and a lot about. Yes. I don't like investigating outside because there's too much outside interference. Yeah, you can no matter what you hear, you're gonna always hear something. And yeah. again, the fact that you're in a, you're on haunted grounds or in a haunted place, your mind's gonna want to hear cannons go off. Right. Your mind's gonna want to hear these things go off. There's right. there's plenty of times I don't know about you, but have you ever just laid down in bed before and you're trying to sleep and all of a sudden like you hear your name or you hear something and you're in yeah. between that stage of mm-hmm. something, kind of like with your dad. You know, like you're yeah. in between that stage, you hear it. Um, but if you're inside, right, there's no outside interferences with that. If you're outside and that's happening, that could be, oh, it man, could literally it, be like a squirrel, like walking on a leaf and you think you hear a ghost walking behind you or something it, like it, it, Exactly. And you take a photo of something outside and it's foggy. There's so many, there's so many variables for getting right. that. And if it's foggy, you're going to, you're going to end up, you're going to see what you're going to want to see. Just like you said, looking up at the clouds and you're looking up at the clouds, you're looking at something, the same thing in the fog. You're looking to make, to make, you know, a pattern out of the fog and say, Oh, yeah. is that something, you know? And yeah. they, that happens in St. Augustine, Florida, a lot with the lighthouse. People will say, Oh, I see a woman in white mysteriously like, Oh, okay. But it was foggy that night. Fog is white. And you took a picture of like, of course you saw something in white. Like it's right. called fog. absolutely so what is the craziest thing you have done in paranormal like what what do you think like what was the craziest thing you've ever done and that you've ever experienced that i've done for to maybe get to get footage and what i don't think it's crazy but i know other people think like when i laid on the train tracks with Mm -hmm. the train coming was crazy the gun to my head um the noose around my neck a cutting on myself on a Ouija board. Uh, wow. I guess at Bobby Mackey's recently, like I buried myself. Not that video in, in thing. Yeah. I don't think that's crazy, but I know that it's not your normal way to do investigations. Right. So I could see how it is. And there, there's, I'm going to do a lot of cool, cool things this year though. Things nice. that are going to, that, that are going to be crazy. Nice. That are going nice. to be like, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> So I can't say what, because I know that if I do, somebody sees it, they're going to go take it or warn the whole entire location. Well, if, that well if people want to see what you're going to be doing, where can they, where can they view this at? Probably just YouTube. Okay. Like just my name, just YouTube. I'm not, okay. I'm not, I'm not, or my, or my website, you know, the real Steven I'm not okay. like, I'm not trying to get a network deal with any of this stuff at the moment. Right. I'm not trying to do yeah. anything like that. So just simple, free, easy, go check it out. Absolutely. So um, with the Ouija board, what do you, when you do the Ouija board, what do you expect to happen? Like, what do you, what are you trying to get out of that? At first it was just a big F you to the entire paranormal community because they hated that I did it. They hated everything about it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. So there was, that was my rise out of it. There was nothing else about it. And now, now, so now I put the spirit box, which is a, it's a, um, it scans white noise and mm-hmm. however fast you want to do it. I do it at 150 milliseconds, which I believe is like 0.150 seconds. It goes super fast. Just and you can hear voices coming through that are picking up over radio frequencies that don't even exist. So I find that to be interesting. So I'll put that on the, on the spirit, on the Ouija board now. 
Mm-hmm. And you can actually hear things coming through, which I'll do on lives on Facebook. So the more I've been doing that over the years, the more interested I've become in okay. the Ouija board, I guess, in a way. But it's still kind of an if I don't know. I don't know what to expect with the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. I just know people people used to hate it. And all of a sudden it's all over the place and everybody loves it. And that mm-hmm. annoys me because I got, a lot of, I got a lot of backlash for it. And now all of a sudden everybody welcomes it. I don't find that fair one bit. Right. Uh, but it's, it, uh, I love it, man. It, it was just, like I said, a big F you to the field and it turned into something that became my, my thing. Right. I love it. Yeah. I got it tattooed on my chest. So nice. I, I plan on implementing that this year, a lot more into the investigations. Right. right. So speaking of the spirit box, um, I actually follow, I think it's Hope Paranormal. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Um, I follow them on uh, YouTube and uh, they do spirit boxes with celebrities that passed away, like Bob Saget. They do one on Betty White and uh, they do one on the Gabby Petito case. Um, do you believe those are legitimate and really? I hate, uh, I, White? I, I, hate, I hate people that do that. I hate people that do that. It's Steve Huff. There's a, there's a guy named Steve Huff who does it. The second they die, right? Yeah, Literally the second the they die. They die. Yeah, like the the second, the, what what is it that you who is it? Is it Huff? Um, I think it's is the Hope Paranormal. It might have been Steve Huff. If, if the name sounds familiar. It's like a bald dude, like just yes. a, it, 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 white guy that's a photographer. That dude's such a clown. So he um he does this all the time, and it's like the fact. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this one. Uh, me and him got in. He, he's blocked me so many times. We've got into it so many times. Um, first off, it, who, like, who are you that Betty White is literally yeah. going to find their way to you mm-hmm. in your little tiny house to come talk to you on a yeah. device that you made when you don't even know how energy works? Like, I've listened to him try to explain it, and he has no idea how frequency or hertz or any of that works. Like, he's a photographer. So it makes no sense. Like, you know how to take photos. That is it. Stop trying. And, yeah, man, every and every time he says that they came through. Like, right. every time. Yeah, and that makes no sense. That's 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 absurd. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. It just doesn't add up. And I don't see how. I don't see how. Like if if maybe he could sit there and explain to me, or to anybody, actually explain why somebody who passed away in L.A. or wherever is going three thousand miles to visit you first. What, what 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 you don't even know them but they're gonna they're gonna bypass their family all these other electromagnetic energies yeah. all these other devices going off they're gonna just laser focus on your little spirit box like a, which is like a needle in a haystack a little mm-hmm. dot on a on a map they're gonna come find you to say hi <laughs> and then on top of that he's not grabbing he's not going and getting like a video clip of their voice from any any show they've ever done and then record the voice that he captured let's put it side by side in hertz and frequency and let's see how well it matches up to see if it actually is their voice all he's got to do is do that one time and if that matches up proof Mm -hmm. he would change he would change it would would be game over like you would finally have proof that the dead exist and are coming to you right right? like without a shadow of a doubt they're dead your their frequency matches what he was saying on 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 america's funniest home videos are the golden girls Right. You can't, you, you now can't question it, but yep. he's not doing that. Nobody's, well, matter of fact, nobody's doing that. I'm not even doing that. I'm going right. to do that now that I just said it, but I, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, a, right. it's actually a pretty good idea, but 
Yeah, and like yeah, and he's done people like like Kobe Bryant right when he died, and like yeah, right when he died. Like I'm pretty sure the dude went to go see his wife, if anything. Right. He didn't come run to you. A world-renowned basketball player. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Oh Oh, my god. Um. So. Have you ever like been fearful when you've done these type of investigations? Yeah, I'm, I, I get I get nervous all the time mm-hmm. because I know before. So before before I became more, I guess I guess intelligent with what mm-hmm. energy is and how it can affect your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, way before I understood all of that. I would start, I would, I would do these investigations and do darker techniques and, and whatnot. And I would invite all sorts of different energies in just like you can invite them in, in the real world, you know, law of attraction, all that fun stuff. Right. Um, I would start hearing thoughts mm-hmm. and hearing like tones speak in, in my mind, like of, of kids, boys, girls, men, women, and, and, and different types of thoughts that I never understood what was going on that would cause like suicidal thoughts, hardcore depression, not understanding anything, what was going on. And then when I realized what was happening, I, I was able to control it a little bit better, my own thoughts. So I feel like I know what it can do to you. Mm-hmm. And that part scares me. Okay. But I feel like now that I'm now that I'm a little bit wiser to it, if I, if I know that I'm going into an investigation, I know what I'm about to do. Mm-hmm. I know that if the aftermath effects, I start changing a little bit, my personality, my, my, my temper, my anger, my thoughts or whatever, I know what it is. So I could stop it and be like, I know what this is. Let it go. Just yeah. stop. I know, I know that I have, I, I know this and before I never knew that. So that was scary. So I'm always prepped for that aspect, but okay. it's always scary because you shouldn't be hearing these things. You shouldn't be yeah. feeling these things in the dark by yourself. You just shouldn't. So it's, it's anyone that says they don't get scared, then you're not doing it right because right. it should be scary. Yeah. So I guess more of a controversial topic um, and it doesn't have to necessarily be religious based, but do you believe in an afterlife? And if so, what does that afterlife look to you? Like, what does it look like to you? I feel, I don't, I I mean, I believe in an afterlife because like like we said, energy doesn't die Mm -hmm. and, and that's all we are is energy. But Mm -hmm. what does it look like afterwards? Uh, Do we go to our own paradise? You know, do we see that? Are we experiencing that as the bodies we're in? I mean, I don't believe, I don't believe that. Uh, Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. Cause I, I've thought about this so much, like, what mm-hmm. is it being that space is literally, there's no end. It's just all black, 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 right. black, black, the further you go. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, maybe it's almost like a DMT trip. You're, you know, when DMT takes off, you see all these flashes before your eyes mm-hmm. because DMT has exploded into your brain. And then you mm-hmm. see your life flash before your eyes, they say. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just a huge cycle of everything you've ever done within energy you know, you have an old soul, a new soul as energy doesn't die. I don't think we go to a heaven in this body. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't make sense. I'm not, I'm not 36 years old. I feel wiser. My, my, my intelligence is wiser than 36 years old. So I know my energy is older than that. Same with yours. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe we just keep seeing reruns of everything that we've ever done in our entire existence of, of, of right. consciousness. And that's our trip. That's our journey. And we just never know. So we're just, I, 
I don't know. I really don't know what to believe in that one. The more every day is going to change. Like next week yeah. it will change because I'm going to study something that's going to make more sense from something <laughs> that I learned two years ago. And I'm going to pile that yeah. on. So it's just always going to be, okay, this makes more sense than this. So this is probably it because it just makes sense. Right. Absolutely. Right. And everybody's af- version of the afterlife is different. If you're a Christian or if you're a religious type of being, it could be, you know, the heaven and hell, or if you are like, you know, like you said, it could be, you know, the reruns, or it could be like, you just die and your life is over. There's nothing, you know, people have their own, own versions of it. And it, it's, a ve- it could be very controversial because people believe their own beliefs. And, you know, some people don't want to hear other people's belief system or what mm-hmm. they believe, whether it's a religious side of things or it's a scientific side of things. And it, it, it's, it's an answer that can be different for anybody. And it really, it is really a complex, complex question. Um, yeah. So the last question I do got for you is, um, do you have any future projects or any social media accounts, websites? I know you mentioned it earlier, but anything that you would like to plug to the listening and viewing audience? Um, I just got a lot of, just a lot of projects, a lot of projects, a lot of, a lot of porn projects, <laughs> a lot of filming monthly for that. A lot of paranormal projects coming up, man. There's so much the, uh, uh, the book, the books coming up, the filming for the, the Freddy movie. Nice. Coming up. The, there's so much, so much coming out. Like, I don't, I don't know, but you could, I mean, and then just, if you just look my name up, Stephen or that's where you're going to find everything. Yeah. I, I try to keep it all the same to where it's not, yeah. not, not, not confusing. So bad. Or then the, the, yeah. Or then the real Vin Rocks, of course. And Vin Rocks is V I N R O X X. Okay. Two X's. Uh, I don't, I'm trying to think. I'm not really creating any more social medias because I keep getting banned and reported and it's, it's a mess. So right. I guess this, whoever wants to find one, just pick one and hope for the best. And then you'll see my <laughs> promotions on it. So I'm going to start trafficking everybody though, eventually to all the websites, just the real yeah. and the real Just make it simple, but it's trying to get everybody to understand those sites and stop with social media because you're limited on social media. Yeah. So on these sites, I won't be limited anymore. Awesome. Sounds like a plan. Well, I thank you, Stephen, for joining me. Thank you. I appreciate it. I love it. I love it. I, I, this is my first one in dude, like a year. I, haven't, I don't think I've been interviewed in a long time. I love it. No thank problem. You. I'm so glad that we could make it happen. And I'm, I did learn a lot. And I mean, I, of course, I follow you. You're on my Facebook and everything as well. And uh, hopefully you won't get banned from there. <laughs> no, no. All right. You have a good rest of your day, buddy. You too. Thank you All so right. much. Yep. Bye.